Do you remember that dish anyway. that Kentucky Fried Chicken was selling for a while that was just everything mixed together? That's a monster. That's the monster match. Yeah, Dave loved that, didn't he? <laughs> I did. I, I, yeah, I know. Past I tense. Like, Still do. Didn't, yeah. <laughs> KFC Kinda famous like, bowl. <laughs> really? They still make that? It's great to eat in a car alone sad because you just need a spoon. There are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. The fuck is a Frankenstein noise? <laughs> I cinema. <laughs> We are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find. Set around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. And Casey. Bill Nye the evil guy. Bill, 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 Bill. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Casey, what's this month's theme? It's Monster Mash. It's spooky movies with monsters and mashed potatoes. Just kidding. There's no potatoes. But at least we haven't seen any yet. <laughs> what? But why would there be listen, mashed potatoes? Isn't that what the monster mash is about? You uh, kill probably. all the monsters and probably. boil them and then mash them up and then put gravy on them and eat them. Silent green. My takeaway from the song. No. Oh, you haven't listened to the lyrics. We are watching all month long monster movies. I don't care if it's demons. I don't care if it's weird rats wearing bicycle helmets or whatever the fuck was in that Rucker Hauer movie. But spooky <laughs> ooky, evil nasty monsters. Last week we watched Monster Hunter, great name, with Mila Jovovich and Tony Ya. This week, Dave brought something a little different. Well, different, Dave. What'd you bring? A little bit different. Well, last week was a licensed property, so this week I decided to go with one that anybody is allowed to put in a movie, Frankenstein. We don't have our <laughs> shots. Yeah, you don't have to pay to put Frankenstein in a movie, and you can do whatever the fuck you want with him, uh, which mm -hmm. they did. They did this week, because we watched from 2014 starring Aaron Eckhart, I, Frankenstein, uh, a title that still makes no more sense to me, even though the movie closed itself out with it. I was I screaming like at that line <laughs> as he's like, I, dude who just killed the bad guy. Yeah, I, who just am friends with the gargoyles. Do don't fucking do And I was like, it. no, no, no. I was dying. Please don't. Dying of laughter. Dying of laughter. Yeah. They teased it in the beginning of the movie. I was like, and I, Frank, and he didn't do it. And I was just like, okay, good. They're not going to take that low-hanging fruit. <laughs> no, they were just waiting for it to fucking rot and ferment to throw it in your face. <laughs> like, it's like throwing a tomato full of hookworms at someone. Like, you've taken the mirth out of the act, <laughs> and now it's just pure aggression and evil. Well, Dave, before we go too far, we're going to need an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. Here's your setup. You just happen to be in the subway, right? You're going upon your business for the day like you normally do. And in the middle of what you're doing, a fight breaks out. One of the guys gets killed. And when he does, a fireball shoots out of his chest, roars up into the sky, and then smashes into him. So in the 10 seconds before you shit your pants because you're caught in the middle of a massive war between good and evil, sell us on this movie. Aaron Eckhart plays the sexy electric corpse in a world where Demon Bill Nye ripped off the plot of his own movies and the worst Van Helsing. <laughs> Ouch. Sex. That was savage. 
Wow. I don't know. That's a bold claim to be the worst Van Helsing. <laughs> okay. Maybe maybe that's a bit much. Van Helsing's been through some abuse. Yeah. So maybe there are worse out there. This is still I'm a sure smorgasbord like- of all of them. A baby pop version anime where like, we're baby witches and baby hen Helsings, and this is a meat cute slice of let. Like, I'm sure there's fucking worse. Like, come on, man. I don't know. That actually sounds kind of great. Shut the right, fuck up. Right, we're not right. watching it. No. Casey, unfortunately, as you well know, um, if I shit myself, it's a problem for everyone around me. Uh, and yes. you happen to be around me having just unwrapped your Subway sandwich on the subway. Oh, <laughs> you know oh. I like to be meta. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so you've got about 10 seconds to hork down as much of that sandwich as you can before it enters the blast zone. <laughs> In that time, sell us on this movie. Daddy Issues Magoo finds his life's purpose in pussy while getting pulled in Celestial Hatfield and McCoy blood feud. Five seconds. <laughs> Are you okay? No. Are you imagining the smell of no. Dave's sub shit? I guess. Yes. <laughs> I am. It's viscerally attacking me. I don't. Okay. Celestial Hatfield in McCoy Blood Feud is the perfect description. I. It, it's poetic. It's beautiful. It's accurate. Thank you. It's a cultural touchstone. I feel like you are just a stroke of genius here. I mean, no, because the Hatfields and McCoys stayed roughly equivalent throughout. The gargoyles are clearly losing here. <laughs> I mean, towards the end. Guys, we should let the audience decide whose elevator pitch is best by going over the movie that Shitty Cinema watched. All right, guys, stop me if you've heard this one before. There's an ancient battle between good and evil being fought secretly underneath humanity's nose for all of creation. Please stop. Please. <laughs> please. Please. Insert generic Stop. shitty cinema plot C. I mean, basically, the, I think that's going to be our next two movies we have lined up. It has the same premise. So, cool. Yeah, I, think so. I think so. The demons want to wipe us out, and the gargoyles. Gar- gargoyles. All right, that one's new, I guess. Yeah. All right. They're sent from heaven to protect us. Yeah, I, I, all right, Dave. I guess angelic gargoyles is a novel concept. Although it's it's hard to see what any of this has to do with Frankenstein, right? I, as I remember, it was kind of hard to see because, like, I was like, close the drapes. <laughs> I, there's a slight glare. I was like, no, it's just super grim dark. Okay, yeah. it's not only that hard to see, but like Victor Frankenstein went grave robbing and he made a, a quote unquote monster that he treated like a dick, and some shit went down. Is what happened. Yeah. Okay, but Ed Gein gets it, does it, and he doesn't get a cool novel. He gets just lambasted. Because he's a monster. Yeah. Right. Is he? But what if that was actually a true myth and not a story Mary Shelley made up in a cabin over a long weekend? Okay. And the demons want the Frankenstein technology. But why the fuck would they want that? Could I, you saw Van Helsing. You know why they want it. I did not. All right. Well, as everyone knows, demons can't possess corpses, you know, an actual dead body or a human with a soul. Tell the Catholic Church, bitch. (laughs) They keep tying up girls with epilepsy. It's weird. So 
One of the demon princes has been collecting dead bodies in a, like, Matrix-style housing for the purpose of reanimating them using Dr. Frankenstein's method. Ipso facto, army of demons. I'm impressed both at the stupidity of that uh, concept and how it's metal as fuck. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the gargoyles, meanwhile, use guerrilla tactics. At least I think they're using guerrilla tactics to to hunt and kill demons, but they, they make sure that Humans don't know, right? This whole masquerade thing is, is terribly important. That We just think that they're statues. The first time that Frankenstein's monster, they call him Adam in this, meets them, he gets some demon hunting weapons from them. Because if you carve the right symbol on them, then demons just, they're allergic to it. I don't know. So, product placement. Product placement, right. <laughs> then Adam <laughs> wanders the earth for 200 years so that we can have a modern setting. I, I mean, so that we can have the right technology yeah so we can save money on costumes <laughs> also i'm just gonna say it if they would have kept that original haircut throughout yeah. the movie i could not have continued to put my eyes through that the long dirty scraggly hair Ugh, ugh. it just with the cruster it was too much <laughs> that's a lot it really is there's a new scientist working in the reanimation project, and her benefactor just so happens to be that same demon prince. Bill, Bill, Bill. <laughs> Say his name, David. Not that Bill Nye, the other Bill Nye. <laughs> Bill Nye, the, the actor best guy. Bill Nye. guy. You've got red on you, Bill Nye. That one. <laughs> the demon minions hunt down and get Frankenstein's journal, which had been taken from Adam by the gargoyles. Dave, the gargoyles gave it up to swap for their leader because they left her chilling by herself during a surprise attack. Like they were like, nah, we don't need to guard her. It's good. She, no, no, she sent them away. That's why I was like, Ooh, is she secretly bad? Like she wants to get cat. No, she wasn't. She's just an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Like well, what the, what the fuck you don't leave without your posse. We'll, we'll, we'll circle back to that. But yeah, the front half of this movie was a plot about them stealing the gargoyle queen for no reason. <laughs> Anyhow, they swap out the journal for their leader, and Adam learns the Demon Prince's plan and decides to use the fact that he is hated by everyone to his advantage. Yeah, yeah. First, he pisses off the gargoyles and makes them chase him to the Demon Prince's home, which is conveniently located just a few blocks away. <laughs> the Demon Prince murders the friend of the scientist so that she'd reanimate him, starting the whole reanimation process to reanimate all the bodies somehow. I, I don't know how that's connected, but like reasons. Also, I'm sorry. Currently, I don't have any coworkers that I would do that for. I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, sorry. I'd be like, great. He never cleaned up his workstation, and he all he did was fucking play soft rock all day and ask a bunch of personal <laughs> questions. Bye, Rob. Like, you know, I worked with Rob 2016 through 2020, right? Like, I'd have ended him myself. <laughs> Yeah. Ah, oh, that that have been so much better. She just would have been like, "Thank fucking Thank God, fuck. someone did it." Oh man, I Rob is a dick. Oh. You know he chews with his mouth open. <laughs> Do you know he microwaves fish? <laughs> Look, we need all that because we need tension, Jay. It's the end of the oh. world. Stakes are high. Oh, the demon. Yeah, right. The demon prince has almost defeated Adam since Adam harmed himself to save the scientist. Stupid. What but a then, Yeah. But then Adam guts the demon prince like a fish and blows everything to fucking bits. 
except for Adam, who monologues about how now he is I, comma, Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, it would have been so much better if he would have articulated the comma. Yeah, I, yes. comma, oh. Frankenstein. Comma. <laughs> kind of like a speaking spell. <laughs> oh, man. That would have done it for me. That would have done it for me. Also, who goes by their last name? Like, that's just a dick move. You don't get to make up your own nickname. And it, it just, ugh. everything about that is cringe. And that's why I yelled the whole I, fucking time. Had you gone, had you stuck with the, like, Adam name and ended on that, it would have been stupid, but it would have at least been, like, an arc, sort of. You're like, I, the first of my kind, Adam. Yeah, I, I really hate the Adam name. I think it's stupid lazy and... Honestly, the only good thing about the Adam name is that it gives Bill Nye awesome lines to deliver. Because <laughs> yeah. when yeah. Bill Nye is responding to him, it's fucking, it's great, and it's delivered in his usual gravitas where he's taking this so seriously that, that I'm bought into it. I, I don't know. I wish that Bill Nye was on Cameo because I just want to hear him say my name. Right. Like, I want right. him to dress me down. Yeah, right. Uh. Okay, let's 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 start at the beginning. Let's start at okay. the first man, Adam. We got to talk about Aaron Eckhart. I want to say they did a decent job of casting. He's a good kind of block of wood guy. I'm not against Aaron Eckhart as a generic action star. I no, would be no. totally fine with him taking up the mantle that Bruce Willis is leaving behind. Right. I think he can fill that role very well. His action scenes looked good. So he's wielding like these two fancy charmed pipes. They're just <laughs> pipes, okay? They yeah. do this so he can have a pipe fight with a demon. There's sticks with and honestly, lines. it looks cool as fuck. Yeah. It looks cool. Like, he's just sweet. You see him, like, kung fu practicing off on his own for a while and just like, okay, this is. And it's a nice blunt. Uh, like, he just bludgeons the fuck out of it. I buy that more than if they would have given him a sword. I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, eh, I thought it looked good. Yeah, no, to Dave's credit, I agree that the the everyman, like, the blunt object work, looks way better than it would with a sword because it comes off much more everyman-ish and... Uh, and he does a good job of feeling menacing with them, but also feeling skilled with them at the same yeah. time. Also, his posture was really good for this, but like he was always kind of like a little hunched over, but not like garishly so. Like he wasn't being over dramatic about. I don't know. I I feel like there was a lot of little things he did for this role to look believable. I mean, as an action hero, I totally bought it. Um. Yeah, And like you said, the fights are really good for what they are. They're not technically super proficient, but they, they film it well to give you this sense of strength from Frankenstein. But like I just said it, and that's where the performance falls apart. It's fucking Frankenstein. <laughs> and for the most part, it's just generic white guy action hero number 7000, but with like some very, very slight scars. Yes, yes. And it looks what like really what really, really nails that for me is the scene about halfway through the movie after the scientist has just discovered this world of Frankensteins and angels and devils. And she goes to a hotel to hide out with Frankenstein 
and we do the shirtless trap house, Dave. Do not call it. Yeah, I was like, is this her apartment? Because like she should ask for more money. Because there was like a bed and everything. I was like, sis. Wherever the fuck they are, Aaron Eckhart takes off his shirt and does like the smolder directly to camera. Dude looks good. He put in the work for this, yeah. but they immediately follow that up with the woe be unto me. I am such a monster speech. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. And it looks like he's in fucking doing the Halloween episode of Vogue. Right. Listen, like- <laughs> here is my problem. Here is my problem with Aaron Eckhart in this movie. Okay. And it's not him specific. Just the idea of it. He take he pops that top off. He's got a V cut. He's got a bunch of cool fucking scars. You're telling me not what like they show him walking through a club and like everyone's like, whoa, what's who's this guy? He looks weird. You're bitch, you're going to the wrong club. Go to a fucking goth club. You're right. gonna get goth bitches up the wazoo. <laughs> you're gonna have so many nipple piercings in your mouth. It's gonna <laughs> taste like you ate an old school slot machine. Are you fucking kidding me? You're just going to the wrong places. What was with the weird sexual tension, too? Because there's there's a lot of almost gesturing towards him and the scientists are going to bone. And it never manifests. But there's at least a couple of points where I was like, and here we go on the romance arc. Never mind. I just found out why he's not getting bitches. He's 5'10". <laughs> Thanks case uh, not me i you know i'm a short king queen i have never dated anyone taller than me <laughs> not a once i'm just saying i know there's a lot of women out here is like six foot above and only and like they have brought me things that look like slender man i'm just like okay he's tall but just get a ladder if you need things done around the house, for fuck's sake. <laughs> He's got eight kids, girl, and 12 uh, baby mamas. I guess one of the things that disappointed me about like this movie in particular is I feel like they missed the mark because if you're going to have Frankenstein and the like, woe be unto me speech, bringing in gargoyles as the angelic character, I thought could have had some interesting stuff done with it. Right. Like every, I, I I really liked Gargoyles the animated series when I was a kid, and oh them my God. looking yes. like monsters while being the good figure came up in that, and it's a fun storyline to play around with. Yeah. And I think it would have meshed really well with the Frankenstein storyline right. here. Yeah, and then they just didn't do that at all. We needed more gargoyling. Like, okay, let me kind of just shift this to like the fights and the action. Yeah, all of the gargoyle fight scenes. I thought we're cool as fuck to watch. Yes. I know they're kind of campy and some. Ooh, yes. it's not, it was fun though. They Absolutely. had fun ass scenes. So like the the Queen Gargoyle, Eowyn's fuck. I don't know her fucking name in the movie, but it's <laughs> Eowyn from Lord of the Rings. Her right hand man hates Adam the whole time. Gideon. Constantly wanting to fucking kill him, and he has this weapon that is like <laughs> these two fucking giant like curved sword things and he's got a little pole with a pokey on the end of it that he like kind of has on his back a la blade style and he can either slash you with the pokies use or i'm sorry slash you with the blades use the blades to open their secret hideout chamber yeah or he can combine all three into making a fucking 
celestial battle axe, which is bad as fuck, and is also his un- his undoing in the end. But he's like flying around, chopping and slashing people and shit. Like it is. I loved oh, yeah. the action in all, this. All of the gargoyles have their own unique mall ninja weaponry. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's all yes. terrible yep. bullshit like that. Um, and I none of it's that. like really good fighting or even no. that good of CGI. But it's like an anime fight sequence where you've just got all these little cool scenes they switch between, and I really enjoyed it. I it doesn't look that good, but it gave me a lot to play around with in my head and felt no. fun. Hold on, I so I, I agree with you completely on how fun it is, and I love it. I disagree that it doesn't look great. In fact, I think one of the things that they they stumbled into on accident is that the limits of the CGI make the gargoyles more believable as like these stone creatures because yes. they're poorly animated. It is it is in fact a virtue of the poor animation that they feel like statues come to life. Uh, you also brought up Jay that it reminded you of you like of Hercules and Xena. Yeah. For me, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was reminiscent of Buffy. I yeah. kind of got oh, if you took the all demons. the humor out of Buffy <laughs> between the demons, the the setting, like it just kind of had a Buffy vibe. Like I was listening to the Buffy theme in the back of my mind. Nerf herders. Yeah, I fucking jam with that. Going back to Gideon, the gargoyle with the celestial battle axe, I he has one of my favorite looking scenes in the entire movie, and it's when they get siege, they get attacked, and he preps out his battle axe. There's a, a, a demon that jumps in. He jumps back, chops it on the head, and then runs and jumps out the window in a human form. He does a barrel roll midair and turns into a gargoyle. And and it's it reminds me of like in Thor Ragnarok when Thor summons Mjolnir and runs and jumps out the window of the castle and spins in midair and catches Mjolnir. I'm a sucker for that. I love that. Like, yeah, they did a lot of cool flying action. Yeah, so like, yeah, in the beginning of that scene when they're being besieged by demons, they see all these demons like running up on the thing. So they're like, all the gargoyles are jumping out of the building and they're like, hey, we're going to smush you and kill you. And they're doing it. And then all of a sudden a shit ton of demons start jumping off of buildings above them. So they have to like fly up and poke them too. But my favorite flight action is with Gideon attacking Adam in an abandoned warehouse and he like oh, flies yeah. through a window yeah. or like a wall or some shit in his stone form and he's choking him and rushing him at the same time and so like you get this scene of him going through this like hallway and you see Aaron Eckhart getting like blasted with each like wall that he's fucking forced <laughs> right. through but right. above they show from outside the building you can see where the building's crumbling from Gideon's stone wings destroying all the load-bearing walls and like it's collapsing the the highest story. But I don't know. It just fucking it's, worked for me. It looked cool as shit. They fly out a window. It's like a fall wake on top of a car. Him, like yeah, it's boat. a wake of destruction. Yeah. yeah. But he got poked. <laughs> he got poked. Make, means he's a bad guy. <laughs> and he ascends. But yeah, no, no case. So I love get, that too. He didn't get poked um, because the battle axe did it. Um, I guess we might as well go into this because the battle axe, what makes it and all of the other uh, gargoyles weapons special is that it has the special gargoyle order cross carved into it. Yeah. Right. And you can carve that like 
triple cross cross into anything, and it is now a, an embodied weapon that can vanquish a demon. Literally anything. Yeah. And the only thing that can kill a gargoyle is to be killed by a soulless creature. That's why Adam holding the battle axe was able to kill Gideon there, because he doesn't have a soul at that point in the yes. movie. Correct. Oh. Yes. So they, they mentioned earlier that that only a soulless creature can kill uh, a gargoyle. And as soon as, as, as he's dying, as Gideon's dying, um, Aaron Eckhart says, he mentions that he's soulless. Yeah. And Gideon throws out some I fucking told you so bitch line right. before he dies. Right. Because it proves Good on you, Gideon. A Stay a petty queen yeah. to the uh, day yeah. you die. He was a petty bitch throughout it. Dave, I'm glad you brought that up because Casey was a little bit confused about him having a soul. So this is when, at the point in the movie, he does, doesn't have a soul. At the end of the movie, one of the things that Bill Nye tries to do is possess him, and the possession fails because he has a soul, right? And we mentioned yeah. earlier in the plot that demons can't possess people with souls. So he gains a soul at some point in the movie. Now, Casey, the question for you is when do you think that happened? Because according to the director, he thinks it's obvious. And that's why he didn't give any exposition to it, despite all of the useless exposition in the beginning of the movie that we didn't need. Okay, so I had a couple theories. I thought, A, maybe he had a soul all along and just didn't know it because he wasn't properly socialized. Well, he couldn't have killed Gideon then. Then my question was, did he, when he trusted the human scientist, did he get his soul then? Because he's never trusted a human. That's what he said. Nope. It's not trust. Okay. And really quick, I want to take contention with that sentence when he said he's never trusted a human before. Clearly he got his haircut at a barbershop. Not a good one, (laughs) but a barbershop nonetheless. And you are trusting a stranger. Because he probably got a shave too, mm. so that's a that's a fucking lie. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Was it his soul that he was supposed to have that Frankenstein never didn't properly? Nope. Okay, tell me, Dave. Do you know what it is? I don't. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, I get maybe when he sacrificed himself. Oh, nope. yeah, 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 yeah. No. Nope. Oh my no. God! What? What do they want? <laughs> So he gains a soul when he burns the journal. Because what Adam wanted all along and what Victor Frankenstein had promised Adam was to have a partner, was to have somebody like him to live along with him. Because, right, he apparently is, quote, maybe immortal. We, we don't know. He's at least going to live for a long time. He's lived for centuries. So him burning the journal signals that he's giving up his selfish pursuits to protect humanity or something like that right it's it's supposed to be uh an act of selflessness giving up what he desires for the greater good that's when he got a soul yep according that to the was... director he thought it was obvious they barely even pointed the camera <laughs> at it. No. okay listen we have all this soul talk i know we had a lot of questions about the end scene Specifically, what happened to the science, air quotes, friend that got murdered by the impeccable Bill Nye. So after Bill Nye just like squeezes him a little and he dies, uh, they have him, they show him (laughs) on this table and this triggered the fuck out of me. He Admiral Tarkins him except with his hand. 
they <laughs> fucking show him with his shirt off. And this is supposed to be a groundbreaking, incredible science, technology institute, whatever. The Y-shaped incision they do <laughs> looks like someone used a fucking rusty spoon they found from a, shri- a shipwreck, gave it to a kid, and was just like, operation. And just like, bitch, you don't have a scalpel? You don't have scissors? Like, it was so crude. It just upset the fuck out of me. I'm mad. I'm mad about it. Like, if Law and Order can do it better, God damn it, you can too. <laughs> I, I do have some questions about that final scene, mainly how the bad guys didn't still ultimately win. Uh, like, Adam fights against Bill Nye's character, who's a demon prince, and Bill Nye gives him a speech about how, like, now we have the technology that can create mm-hmm. soulless bodies, mm-hmm. um, and you can't kill me in any way that's meaningful because I just go back to hell. And I'll come uh-huh. back up sooner or later anyways. Yep. Yeah. And all of that is true. Yep. Um, like they have they they have the technology to create corpses that demons can embody now. It's not like they're all gonna undergo an I comma Frankenstein story arc where they gain a soul. Some degree of them are gonna remain free for demonic possession. Probably. And most. doesn't Bill Nye say that he's been doing this all over the world? Yeah, right. Like he has other facilities yeah. set up. Offsite backups exist. They have Alla the procedure blade. now. I yeah, still, you and still. And the scientist can't. runs off with a USB flash drive, presumably with whatever code a sequel? that's needed. Yeah. Was there a sequel <laughs> downloaded on it that we didn't get that we've been fucking cheated out oh, of? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Motherfucker. So I, I don't know if you know this we case. Comma this Frankenstein. Was, we, <laughs> we, we comma sequel question mark. This was planned to be huge because. Um, the guy that, that the writer for this also wrote underworld and there was supposed to be a crossover. Eventually the demons were supposed to make their way into underworld as, as additional Kate Beckinsale, uh, targets. How the fuck's that going to work with Bill Nye in both of those universes? That's what what I I want to talk about. So I'm so glad you said that Dave, because I think this is just like it. This is the bad guy face, right? They're like, Oh my God. Look at this awesome evil vampire. We're just going to cut. We want to be that guy too. Right? And so all of the bad guys in this world are going to be played by Bill Nye. Every bad guy is just going to take that form. And that's going to give us an excuse to have a Bill Nye bad guy in every movie. And this is one of my fundamental issues with modern dumb movies versus old dumb movies. You're allowed to just be dumb. You're allowed to say a dumb thing. Yeah. And yes. then do the dumb thing, right. and we'll accept that because we're watching right. a movie about Frankenstein. Right. Right. If Neil deGrasse Tyson wants to roast you on Twitter, it's because he's a sad little man. <laughs> yeah, right. So let him do that. Right. Yeah. Live your truth and make a fucking dumb movie. This Where's our a- Ringo Lambs? Give us a replicant. <laughs> this is a good comparison back to the first Blade, right? We pointed out in the first Blade. When Steven Dorff is standing as a fucking vampire in the middle of the park, in the middle of the day, and Blade's like, how the fuck are you here? And he's like, I put on sunscreen, and they just move on from there. That is stupid. I mean, it is insane. It's fucking stupid. It's stupid. 
Right. But we're watching a dumb movie, so it's fine. <laughs> right. You don't need to take 20 minutes of runtime to explain about how you need to create Frankenstein bodies to bring demon souls and right. you need this like because you know what at the end of it you're still not going to fucking explain and we're going to bitch about how it didn't make sense <laughs> on this podcast so just don't do it right yeah we're not we're not shitting on you we're shitting with you yeah, the more layers of complexity you add to it, the more there is to pick at. So as you may know, if you listen to the podcast regularly, Jay has an obsession of making film scores better with yeah, Darude do. Sandstorm, a la The Fan and a bunch of other movies that we've watched. But this movie, he watched it ahead of time and he set the tone for me during the cool fight scene where at first... All the gargoyles are mad at Frankenstein and they're going to kill him. Or I'm sorry, Adam, and they're going to kill him. But he's really using it as a distraction for them to tippy toe and follow him to the bad guy's place two blocks away. And they're like, oh, this is where the demons live. Jay, the floor is yours. So the score of I, Frankenstein is overly melodramatic with orchestral music. And it just is taking itself seriously in the wrong kind it's of way. It's cheaper than a Lady Gaga song. It's it 2014. It's cheap. Shit. Right. So I put Tech 9, Everybody But Me, over it, which is a much better fucking track, and it's Fuck Everybody But Me is the thesis of it. And it's fucking great because you have Frankenstein goading everybody into an attack and being a badass yes. about it. And, th- and that's even when we get, like, the one marvelous slow-mo shot that i love in this movie and i'm a sucker for and that's there's a gargoyle flying down a street one way and frankenstein running the other and he runs up onto a car and we get the framing side shot slow motion him punching the gargoyle down into the car and it's cgi as fuck and it's great (laughs) i don't care I don't it care. Looked good. It looked I loved good. that. It set the, oh, yeah. He like punches him in the back slapped. of the head too. Like yeah. he donkey yeah. punches this gargoyle <laughs> into a car and then later uses him to like ride fly against yeah. his will towards the he's like, I'm tired of walking. I would also put forth uh Big Sean, I don't fuck with you would also be a good <laughs> alternative. A good yeah, that might be a good to one. this scene. But okay. I absolutely suggest No. When this was just a sandstorm bit, it was great. <laughs> Now that you're expanding to other songs, this this you're walking down a path that leads to anime music videos. I know. I cannot I know. follow. I know. Demons and gargoyles and Frankenstein's be damned. We need to get down to brass tacks and answer the question we do every week. Weird sentence to be able to say. Yeah. 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 Casey, let's kick it off with you. I, comma, Frankenstein. <laughs> From 2014, would you watch it again? So I came home from the bar last night and Jay looked broken and beaten (laughs) and he wouldn't really tell me much about this movie. So I was like, great. I get to wake up at seven 30 in the morning and fucking watch this. Um, I had no hope coming, especially (laughs) after monster hunter last week was just such a boring ass movie for so much. Like the parts of monster hunter that was exciting was exciting, but there was a lot that wasn't, um, So I was pleasantly surprised at the peppering in of action throughout this movie while they talk at you. So 
it starts with action. Aaron Eckhart doesn't have a lot of lines, which is good. I'm glad they didn't try to make him a verbose monster. Um, I love Eowyn. I think she's a great, like, doe-eyed, like, I'm British and I'm powerful but scared. Look about her. Um, the gargoyle mythos was cool as fuck. I really like that. I was annoyed at how many times they would like fly into a battlefield as a gargoyle and then like turn back into a human for a second. Like, don't forget we're hot. And then back to a gargoyle to fight again. I'm like, you should have just stayed the whole time. Like there was no point for that human costume change. On the downside, there was a lot of the implication again. Like I didn't know when he got his soul. I thought he either had it the whole time or he got got it when he got horny for the blonde girl. And side note, the blonde lady scientist they did her so fucking dirty in this lighting because her hair looked fucking brassy green the whole time. Where I'm like, you should like her eyebrows are almost black. You should have yep. just let her have dark hair and been cool with it. But that aside, fuck yeah, I'm gonna what? watch this again. What? Bill Nye is a fucking demon. Sold. You have gargoyles <laughs> doing killer fight scenes. Again, I love the fight scenes. I'm a I'm a fucking trash panda for a fantasy fight scene. The monster lore was, it was all right. I've seen worse. I'm really sick of the human Capri Sun a la Blade in the Matrix and yada, yada, yada. But yeah, no, I'm in. I'm in. I will absolutely watch this again. Jay, you looked different last night. I don't know how you feel. So tell me, I, parentheticals, Frankenstein, would you watch it again? I I think that you're right that the action scenes are are pretty great i dig the gargoyles i wish they would have stayed gargoyly more like i said i uh, i love the scene with gideon jumping out the window doing the spin turning into a gargoyle Mm -hmm. i i like aaron eckhart as the bruce willis replacement fighter i think that all of the story stuff in it or at least some of it is interesting and neat I'm, i'm with you like i'm done with the matrix thing on the downside yeah um they crammed so much shit in here like so much shit and some of it I wish would have been developed. It could have been really interesting. I don't give a shit at all about Adam as a character at any point. There's weird tensions. You don't in need it. to. And uh, I will have to say, though, that my probably my absolute favorite scene is when Bill Nye meets Adam for the first time. And it's just a great the dialogue is fantastic. It's witty and clever writing but I, I think bill nye kills the delivery and i really had a whole lot of fun with this movie despite being overwhelmed by it yeah yeah i'm gonna watch i comma frankenstein again <laughs> because it's fun it's a lot of fun and i don't care that i have to let the dogs out in the middle of it and i walk away for 15 minutes to grab snacks and make tea and come back but dave you pick this I, comma, Frankenstein, would you watch it again? I did choose this. And you know what, Jay? I agree with you that Bill Nye absolutely kills the delivery of his lines. However, that's not surprising. And it's by no no means exclusively available here. And I think the biggest disappointment of this movie for me is that even though he, he kills his role, there really aren't any scenes in it that kind of stand out to me is the like this is the scene I want to rewatch to see Bill Nye's performance in again. The Oh, I do. No, oh, yeah. The There's the scene where he, his lackey comes back and lies about all the people getting killed by the gargoyles rather than Frankenstein. He's like, "So I came back to tell you." And he's like, 
So you assumed. Yeah, you assumed. <laughs> I would want to hear about to come it. Come back and rat instead of bring him back or die like the bitch you are. Yeah. I, li- I was living for that yeah. fucking scene. Yep. There, so there's right. at least two Bill Nye scenes worth watching there. All right. So you, you got a few you like in here. I, I was really disappointed by how much they crammed in here and then did not deliver on. There's just, I love the concepts. I love the lore that they came up with. But it's just, it's a grab bag of everything that's been done before. And you didn't execute on any of that bullshit. <laughs> um. And I, God, if anyone should want to watch this again, it's me. I've seen literally all but two movies in IMDb's more like this section. By the way, Jay, it was Legion that we were talking about. I should have oh. just checked IMDb's more like this because, of course, it was going to be in there. I'm I'm kind of disappointed by the performances in, from everyone but Bill Nye in this. The lore's all over the place. But I really like these fucking gargoyles. So... <laughs> Yeah, I'm probably going to no! put this on again. I, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to pay wow. attention, but I, I look, any sort of secret church society run by gargoyles right? on old Gothic churches, I'm in. I'm in, too. They just look fucking cool. They're, stu- they're so dumb. I Don't tell me it's a secret society while they are doing circles over spotlights in the middle of <laughs> what's, I think, Paris? Either way, three out of three of us are going to watch this terrible film begin. Our reasons are mixed, but viewers, it comes down to you at home. Have you seen it yet? And if you did, would you watch it again? Let us know. Two weeks left in the month to fill, so what are we going to do next week for Monster Mash? Jay, you got any ideas? We are going to really get a modern monster from 2022, starring Jared... He got his face punched in in Fight Club Lido. Morbius! It's Morbin time, and I'm gonna morb all over your face. All right, well, next week, it's the movie so nice, it bombed the box office twice. <laughs> oh. oh, that is such perfect shitty cinema. We'll just have to wait for all of the Marvel heads to yell at us next week. Follow us on Instagram at Casey.Cinema. Like us on Facebook, sh.ttycinema. Throw us a bone on Patreon slash shittycinema or peepshittycinema.com. Check the show notes for all those links. And in the meantime, let's turn out the lights, put on an even darker filter, and try to feel our way through a gargoyle fight. Is that stone or are you just happy to see me? Huh?